Dream Stories podcast. We're glad to have you back again this week. And we're in the studio with a special guest this week, a very, very special guest. Elisa and I have our granddaughter, Sarah French, who's with us this week. Say hello, Sarah. Hello. Hello. We're very glad to have you. Yes, we're glad to have you as our guest today. And guess what our guests get to drink? <laughs> a guest gets to drink a Coca-Cola. They get to drink a pop. Yes, they get to have their Coca-Cola. There it goes. And she doesn't oh, get we, Cokes all the time. No, so she this does is a not very ever special get a Coca. Just think she got one whole Coke for her birthday. Yeah. So I wonder <laughs> if everyone can hear the slurping. Very good. She's, I love it. Yeah. Are you happy? <laughs> oh Whoops, goodness. there we go. Okay, well, Sarah's going to have a drink too, but... We're so glad we we get to drink right on our on our show, and we're making a lot of slurpy noises. Yes, all the people who don't see the video just get to enjoy the slurpy noises. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about kids and dreams this okay. week. Okay, very good. So we're go- and we wanted Sarah has been practicing yeah. okay. for two weeks yeah. to join us mm. so that she could share some of her dreams, right? <laughs> Yes. Okay, wait a minute. So, so, so look, we have no idea how this is going to go. No, we don't. Just, just so people are aware who are listening. But, look, it's we're okay. not going to be silly and screaming to the microphone. It might hurt people's ears. We're going to talk normal, okay? Okay. All right. All right. So, wait, before you take another drink okay. of Coke, hang on. Oops, okay. So, when you sit it down, this okay, is the way it works with kids, right? All of you parents out there understand this very well. Yeah. So, Sarah, look at Pop just a minute, Sarah. You've been telling me about, and you've been telling your mom about some of your dreams. So, can you tell me about a dream you've had? I had the, the princess had a phone, a pretend phone in her mixing things up. And, she, and she was a pretty princess. She was a pretty princess. And she had a, a dream. In your dream, uh-huh. right? And she had a spoon. And she had a spoon. Yeah, and, and was she, she was mixing things? Uh-huh. She was mixing things up. Do you remember any of the rest of the dream? Which, what else? What else? Oh, it's a prince and a princess. It was a prince and a princess? So was she making something, the princess? Was yeah. she uh-huh. with the spoon and was she ma- mixing something up to make something? Uh-huh. What was she making? What was she making? She was, she was making something. Delicious. She was making delicious soup. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a very interesting dream, Sarah. Was the princess happy? Yes. What did she, were, was there any color in the dream? Like, was she wearing a certain color of dress? Or a purple one. A purple, a purple she dress. She was wearing a purple dress. What did her prince look like? Or did did they did they talk to each other? Did she say anything? Yeah, she did. She said, "Oh, how did you get your how did you get your prince outfit?" She you she's gonna get him a prince outfit. Mm, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, it's interesting, and while they're talking and and work and, and working through uh, the the process here for just a minute, we're going to talk about this is really the way it works when you're trying to work with a child in a dream. You don't, particularly unless they just get up in the morning first thing and tell you a dream. When a child's trying to go back over a dream, it can sometimes be difficult to know which parts are they making up, which parts 
Did they actually dream? And one of the things I want to talk to you as parents about is don't get worried about that. God is a, a, a big God. He knows our thoughts before we think them. So even if a child is making up a portion of the dream, God can put that within them, within their holy imagination for it to come forth. And and even though it might not have been a dream they actually had in the nighttime, it's a dream in their mind. It's a dream that's coming forth and a story that's coming out of them. And it can still be interpreted because it can still be something that that's revealing something about um, uh, what's going on within them. So okay. it's a kind of a cool thing. So. Okay, we're really enjoying this. Yes, coke. we're really enjoying the Coke. Okay. I'm not sure the Coke was the best idea, Sugar. <laughs> well, I so, so Lisa's She's very sugar, happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. So you told us about your dream. The princess was in a purple princess yeah. dress, and she was stirring up soup with a spoon. Was she going to feed the prince? She was, and she was also looking for the prince, a special prince outfit. Uh-huh. Is that right? It was, it, was, it was a green one. A green outfit uh-huh. for the prince. And, 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 and it wasn't a princess dress. It was an outfit. An outfit? And, and, it, and, it, and it was a shirt. A shirt. A shirt. Oh, uh, very you good. You know, Michael, I, a lot of times uh, as she's telling us this, I'm like, okay, is she making this up? But um, and you said that it really doesn't matter. But she has repeated this to me. She has several times. So whether it was a daydream or I think it was a night dream, right. it could have been embellished after she woke up. I'm not sure. But she remembers this dream, and she's got another one that she t- she's told me about too. But this is just one of them. So if we were going to interpret this dream, what would you say? Yeah, if we're going to interpret a dream like this, basically yeah, we would tell we would tell Sarah, and you have to remember that if you're interpreting a child's dream, that you need to be able to interpret at a level the child can understand. If you're going to interpret the dream for the parent. You can give it one way. If you can interpret the dream for the child, it's going to be given just a little bit of a different way. So, Sarah, do you know what your dream means? Do you know what it means? Yeah. You do? Uh-huh. What does it mean? It means we can go on a trip. On a trip. We can go on a trip. Yeah, well, that's what it Very good. Well, I think it means this. How about if I tell you what I think your dream means? That'd be good, wouldn't it? I think your dream means that your friend, your prince, (gasps) who is Jesus, Uh, is already courting you. He's already wanting to get to know you. And you are doing things now that is practicing and learning and growing to be able to walk in authority and to be able to walk with the, the kind of life that he wants you to live. And so you're doing things to practice that right now, even though you're little. Okay? What do you think? And see, another thing you need to remember she is they may not get, She does think it's amazing. They might not have any idea. So I would say to Sugar, grandmother, or to her mom or dad, I would say uh, Sarah's dream is a pretty amazing dream. It basically speaks of that she's preparing herself. She's preparing things in her life already at this young age to be able to have a relationship with God, to be able to have communication, to be able to have revelation. She's moving into a place where she's going to carry some authority. She's going to walk in that purple dress. She's going to walk with uh, some authority, but she's also got to grow into that place. Remember, she's giving 
the Prince the Green shirt. So it's about growth as well. Yeah. So it's and so she's doing some things now that may seem silly and may seem just fun, but we want don't want to discount those things. Right. So I would tell mom and dad, don't discount the things she tells you. They may be important. They may be very real. And she loves princesses and princes, and she loves slurping her coke. Okay, let's have some good manners. Don't slurp too much. Um, and we're teaching her. This is her first time to really be on a podcast or really being filmed, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but she's been begging. She has. She has been begging, please, can I come? I want to be on the podcast. She watched her aunt be on the podcast, her parents, what her daddy has been. So this is something she's been really wanting she's to do. She's really wanted to. And so we want to encourage the spiritual. The of it, yeah. The spiritual. Uh, uh, um, inquisitiveness, the desire to be involved in spiritual things without telling her, without trying to force the framework for how she's going to be involved in it. We want to give her the chance to grow as she, you know, develops. And that means having some occasions when it just doesn't go smooth. You know what? If we were trying to be the most professional podcast in the world, we wouldn't have Sarah on because it's not going to go smooth. But you need to remember that it's important okay. that you help your children to okay. grow in the way they grow. And we don't want to override that. We want to teach good manners. We want to teach good good uh, ways of approaching things. Okay. But all that's a part of the discipline and things you do as a parent in general. This is about encouraging a spiritual experience. Yes, so, it is. Okay. Yeah. And we'll we'll t- we'll drink the cokes later. We'll finish them later, okay? And you had one more dream. Can she share one yes, more? Yes, she can. Done? She can share another dream. Would you It'd like to share the other one you did? You had what was it about? It was ah. Uh, I think we're too excited about coke right now. You told me something about purple. Yeah. No, it had to do with a heart. Something about purple heart. Can you say excuse me? Yeah, what do you say when you burp? It was red. Okay. okay. <laughs> so do you did you have a dream about a purple heart? Yeah. Tell us about that one. It was a blue heart. A what? A blue heart. A blue heart. A blue heart. It was a singy heart. It was singing? Really? So we're really enjoying this podcast. <laughs> this is really good. So, uh, so if we're talking about, a, if we just stop there because we sometimes yeah. you might not get any more than that out right. of a child. And so we've got to remember, Sarah's three years old, just over three yes, years so. old, and we want to encourage. The reason we want to have our own is we want to encourage you to pay attention to kids, even at the very young age. It may be silly. It may be difficult at times, but we want you to pay attention to it. So if, if we don't get anything more than just a singing blue heart, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that God is singing to her heart. Mm-hmm. He's preparing her heart for revelation, to hear him. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes along with the other dream in some ways as well. And so it does have significance. And even if we don't have anything more than just that right. singing blue heart, yeah. we've got something that has value. Now, the children may not understand it. They may not have a full grasp of it. But they do have the opportunity 
to grow into an understanding of it. And parents, you guys can understand it. You may want to ask, and on our forum on mydreamstories.com, we get a lot of times parents will post dreams and say, this is a dream my five-year-old had, or this is a dream my 12-year-old had, or this is a dream my, you know, sometimes this is a dream my 17-year-old had, you know. So so just because we don't have... Um, the, the dreamer themselves as a child able of understand to understand everything or even to take it really serious doesn't mean parents and grandparents can't. So it does it does become important in that regard. So well I think we are at our limit on our patience with things and I believe we are. So I think what we should do is take a break. Yes. Let us get Miss Sarah back to her mom and dad and then we'll come back and finish up the podcast with a little more about kids' dreams. Yes. Do you want to say bye to everybody? Bye. We thank you, Sarah, for joining us today yes. on our podcast. And I'm going to let you take your little Coke and finish it somewhere else, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's take a break. We're going to get this Sarah out to her room. So. Okay. Okay? I'll just go ahead and, and we can let Michelle come up and get her, so. If we take her out towards her room, and then um, I'll go in that way. It's fine too. But move as quick as you can. So I. All right. Welcome back to the first time ever two-part <laughs> single episode of Dream Stories. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know how much more of that I could have done with her slurping and burping and. <laughs> well, and, and everybody doesn't know it took us about two minutes to get her to her folks and get back yes. and settle in. But for them, it's for everybody listening. It's just yes. a, a quick cut. But uh, I, I think it was important to do that though, because a couple of things. I think it's important to to, you know. For people to understand, we really believe that it's important to value yeah. your kids and value your grandkids Absolutely. and value their spiritual experiences. If dreams are spiritual experiences, yeah. then we can't just make fun of them and take right. them lightly. We don't know which parts are going to be real, which parts are going to be make-believe, which parts are going to be daydreams, which parts are going to be night dreams. We just have to seek out what has value within mm -hmm. that process. Right. I want to say when Joshua, which is Sarah's daddy, was about five, maybe, maybe six. We were riding down the road, and we turned down this street, and I don't know if you remember this, and he said, oh, there's going to be a, a gas station there. And and I said, what? I said, no, there's a car wash there. He goes, no, but there's, there's I dreamed there was a gas station there. And then the next thing we know, like within a month, they had torn down the car wash, Delta gas station. Do yeah, you remember that? I do remember that, and that's what we would call a prophetic dream. And that's why. And that had that. You'd say, why would why would our Creator, why would mm -hmm. God of creation, give a five year old a prophetic dream about something that's coming, and particularly a car wash turning into a gas station? Mm -hmm. What value does it have? That's teaching a child that they do hear from God. Well, it, not only did he say it was a gas station, he said the name of the gas station, like a Chevron or something yeah. like that. It was very specific, and that is exactly what came to that spot. So I think it is important that we pay attention to those things. It doesn't mean that it, it reveals everything about what's happening around you and what's happening in the world and all decisions you need to make. But like you said, it does pinpoint that uh, children should not be discounted when they have a dream and that they do hear from their creator. It, it's true. And I, I love the idea. And, and, you know, I talk about this topic a lot because I really believe we discount our kids too much and we 
teach them not to be spiritual, right. basically. Right. We don't intend to do that, but we teach them not to be spiritual because we don't pay attention. Or we tell them, well, you're just making that up, or that was just pretend, or that was just your imagination. Right. And maybe it's not always their imagination. Maybe the 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 person who came into the room to help them with something was an angel. Maybe the the thing that's in the closet was a demon or a demonic mm-hmm. or a dark spirit. You know, it would be much better, I think, if we were willing to say to them, assuming it was real, how would we deal with it? Mm-hmm. You know, so let's pray or let's take authority or mm-hmm. let's welcome God to, to speak to us and, right. and hear us. And so I think that's important. And, and then the other thing that I think people ask and we don't get sometimes is, you know, why the gas station, what value did that have? Why did he get the name of the gas station? He see it in the dream. Well, I mean, think about it. Would you rather learn to hear your creator's voice on stuff that makes no difference at all, except just helps you learn it or on heart or on a life and death scenario. And for us to get something young, like at five years old, at three years old. Um, and, and there've been times when our children have woken up and said, uh, said an experience that they had in the night, like somebody hit me, and they'll be really angry when they wake up. And I'm like, no, you pro- you probably dreamed that, you know. And, mm-hmm. and then it, that's when they begin to understand that they actually have dreams. But it, that's so true, Michael, is that, you know, if if they are learning it on something very hard in life, that's a terrible time to probably learn it. Right. And God has languages that he uses with his children, and with every one of us it's a little bit different. Yeah. No one's language between themselves and their creator is the same or exactly the same. It may be similar. Everybody hears differently, understands differently, comprehends differently. Well, we even have our own unique dream languages. God mm-hmm. has a picture language. Right. But you could almost say each one of us have a little different dialect. We we understand the symbols and the images in our dreams right. a little different, for, you know, maybe from what everybody else would understand. And there'll be commonalities, things that are very common across the board we talk sometimes about different meanings of symbols that are very frequent very often for example snakes snakes and dreams are often lies or deception mm-hmm. or verbal attacks words of some kind mm-hmm. uh but that doesn't mean they always are mm-hmm. because each person has a unique dream language and so for some people you know the the a snake might mean something slightly different I, i've used this example before but we talk about for example a black cat a black cat in a lot of people's dreams would be a very negative symbol right. it's almost associated with witchcraft mm-hmm. due to old you know stories and and wives tales and fairy tales and things right. like that the, the black cat that rides on the broom with the witch kind of thing you know or is the familiar of the witch um but also some some more other reasons why mm-hmm. it's commonly uh that would be what it means. But I have a black cat that I, she's you know, your baby. She's my baby. She's, you know, she's in my lap anytime I sit down. Right. And so that's not what a black cat means to me. My right. experience with a black cat is different. Right. And children are the same way. We just don't always get, we don't always know what they're experiencing. Well, to be fair, even on, on that point, Michael, wouldn't you say it all depends on the context of the dream? Because if you had a dream where Rue, your little kitty, was sitting in your lap and another black cat came up that you did not have a good feeling about in a dream, that doesn't mean that you would discount that and say all black cats are good because you have your right. individual language and you have to understand what is the meaning behind each metaphor. And so, you know, if you're if you're five and you have a dream 
that Chevron's going to be on the corner, and you're you're learning your language between you and your creator, your dream language, whatever, or even how God communicates with you. When you're 25 years old and you've had multiple times since you were five years old that you've had these unique experiences, it's going to build your faith to believe God when he tells you something. And so let's just say really important, you'll believe that's it. That's what I'm going to say. So so let's just say at 25 you're getting married and you have a dream that you should not marry this person or you're going to ask someone to marry and it says you should not. I mean, you would want to interpret that properly and you would want to get help with that when it's a very important decision like that. But, you know, if, if that's how God has been speaking to you, it's very important that you listen to that and, and have an understanding. Yeah, and I love the idea, too, like going back to Sarah's dreams of, you know, she was being silly. Mm-hmm. She was she was enjoying being on camera. Right. She was having a good time playing and right. just laughing and having her Coke, which She's she doesn't get silly. very often. Right. She was being silly. Right. But within the silliness, there were nuggets of truth. Right. She has no clue what that dream means, what right. either one of them means. Wasn't even willing or ready to listen right. to us about what it means. Now, in another context somewhere else, I might be able to sit down with her, talk to her again, and then some, a little time later talk to her again, right. and a little time later talk to her again until it begins to have life and meaning mm-hmm. for her, even as a three-year-old. Right. But I can't expect a three-year-old to respond to an interpretation mm-hmm. the same way a 23-year-old would or a 43-year-old would or a 63-year-old right. would. We've got to take them where they are. We have to be a, you don't want, um, you know, you know, you don't want a five-year-old doing brain surgery, right? <laughs> right. They don't have the, the cognitive capacity to understand it in full. Right. So God doesn't speak to them about the things that are unbelievably significant right. and amazing. Right. He just speaks to them about what they have the capacity to understand. So Sarah is loves princesses. Yeah. So he speaks to her in her language. Which makes sense. I mean, honestly, if it there are things that happen in our dreams that are have to do with what we're going through in 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 seasons, right? So for a child who always thinks about princesses, wants to dress like a princess every day, it's not unusual for God to use that as a dream metaphor for her. Right. She and also loves cooking. She does. Loves cooking and wants to help me. She was helping me tonight. She helped you last night cook. She did. So Help she, me bake a cake this week. Yeah. So she loves that. So two of the elements that she absolutely loves and adores were in her dream. Things and, she's familiar with, God speaks right. to her using them. And another thing I love about it, too, is it also gives us a good illustration of how a child can interpret the dream with what they want. Mm-hmm. It can be a spiritual dream, but they interpret it from a soulish nature for themselves. Because mm-hmm. when we ask her if she knew what it meant, mm-hmm. what'd she say? A trip. Oh, yeah. a trip. So when she associates princesses <gasps> with things, oh, yeah. she associates them with Disney, uh-huh. and she's going to go to Disney World later this right. year, and she True. knows I she's going. I forgot about that. So she has a dream about a princess. Yeah. It must mean she's going to get to go see a princess. Yeah. So she's interpreting from a soulish nature. That's not a terrible thing. That's a process of right. learning how to distinguish between yeah. what my soul desires, right. go see a princess at Disney World, sure. versus what was God actually saying. And it, wouldn't it be better to learn how to make that distinction again at three, four, five years old, six years old yes. than to be where we were at, you know, 
20, 25, yeah, whatever it was. Absolutely. I guess about 25 or so. Well, gosh, I guess maybe 30. Absolutely. We were having to learn those things because nobody taught us. Mm-hmm. Nobody taught us how to distinguish. So we can now work with her day in, day out, and they're living with us right now while they build a house. Yeah. So we get to see her every day, talk about her dreams every day, Yeah. just like a parent would. Right. We get that extra special grandparent role right now. Yeah, yeah. And her parents believe in dream interpretation, God speaking through dreams, so they can help her. Yeah. And if we're just in a place where it can be reinforced. How do you distinguish yeah. what's God, what's my soul, what was God speaking versus what did I interpret mm-hmm. out of my own mind. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's just a great time to be able to start learning those things. It is. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that for sure. Yeah. So it's 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 just a um I, I love the the idea of having kids involved. When I was a pastor, you know, um People used to get frustrated with me sometimes because I wanted the kids to be in the service. I wanted them to be a part of things. It didn't mean we didn't have children's programs for them, but I would, I've been in places where there was not a children's program going on or mm-hmm. you know something, and the kids were going to have to be in a church service, and I don't want them to have a negative experience from that. Right. I think we have people, maybe even people who listen to and watch this podcast, who had really negative experiences in church. Yeah. As little kids and as older kids. Yeah. And it turned them off. It pushed them away from church. Yeah. And I don't want those things to push a person. I don't want it to push my granddaughter away from God. Mm-hmm. That's the key. So I used to say, look, if they cry, they cry. If they laugh, they laugh. We're not going to worry about it. We're going to get through things anyway. Wouldn't you rather them be here yeah. and experience these things? And that's what it's like with dreams that's and true. with spiritual experiences for that's kids. True. I would like to know they're experiencing it. Period. Absolutely. And I think it's important that we don't, like you said early on in the podcast, is that we don't discount what they see or hear. Um, Not that we want to encourage everything and say everything has an element of truth in it. But even Sarah, as a young child, I mean like at two and a half and er, before she turned three, we would be in a restaurant and a man would walk by and say, how you doing, baby? And then they'd walk on by and she'd go, oh, that's a bad man, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And we would be like, okay, Sarah, you know? And then sometimes they would come up to her and she just didn't want to have anything. And she didn't do that with every male you know, figure like that came up. she had like people with beards or yeah. people who were dressed in certain colors. It wasn't yeah. like that. It was very distinct. Right. And so could we say that was discernment? And she was discerning something. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. We may not right. ever know. But you don't discount. But we what, don't want to discount it. Right. We want to to right. uh, teach her to be respectful. Or how do wise. we know that they couldn't have had a dream about someone? You know, I'm right. not saying at such a young age they don't know how to articulate that or share that. So well, that's right. And so we want to teach them to be respectful and, and wise yes. in the way they respond. Well, of course, kind, etc. Yes, of course. But also to pay attention to those things, and for parents to pay attention to those yeah. things. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it really is true. can be powerful stuff. Yes, so that's yeah, so true. It, it's. Uh, I, I think we I think we just don't value the spirituality of our kids. Uh, at any age, right? Um, you know, we've talked in the past even about um, uh, unique dream experiences that some scientific evidence seems to indicate that uh, what we call a pregnancy dream, a, a mother mm-hmm. can have dreams that are intertwined with the fetus's dreams, with the, the baby's mm-hmm. dreams. And we don't understand that completely, and the science behind it, I don't get completely, but they. 
do uh, brainwave monitoring stuff, and I don't I don't know how it all works. But right now they can tell if you're dreaming when they have monitors on you, you know, from your brain activity. Sure. And they do something, and they can see where these this brain activity corresponds. Mm-hmm. And so the baby's dreaming, the mother's dreaming, and and there's an impact there. I mean, that's just wild to me that that before a child could even communicate, before they've even come into the natural world out of their mother's womb, mm-hmm. they're already interacting. Oh yeah. In I mean, the you dream can world. watch a newborn, and they'll close their eyes. And you'll see the rim happening, right? Yeah. And then they'll stop, and then when dreams will start happening, where their eyes move a little differently, and you, they'll, their breathing will increase, and they'll go <laughs> like, or they like, may g- give a little giggle, or they or, might give a little giggle or a little whimper. Mm-hmm. There's yep. something that's happening now. We have, we don't know exactly to what level that they're dreaming. Maybe they're seeing images, faces. Maybe it's just emotions of what they're feeling, but there's. You know, you you just—it's really miraculous to watch a newborn yeah. realize from from the point that we are, you know, somewhat conceived, or at least at a certain point where they can monitor that kind of stuff. Something's going on. Well, I'm know? reminded of a passage of scripture in the Old Testament. Uh, I believe it was Jeremiah. I'm pretty sure. We're. I, I wish I could remember. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, you I knit knew together, you. Yeah, before yeah. you were knit together, I knew you. Yeah. And so our Creator is engaged in our life from before we're even formed, conceived. That's true. Why would we not expect Mm -hmm. that relationship to continue into Mm -hmm. a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a five-year-old, a seven-year-old? And and, and I just think it it gives life to the spiritual experience of a little one. Yeah. And and it can be very important. So. Well, that's good. I, I didn't that. know whether we would be done in two minutes or tonight, to or about. you know, or last, you know, for an hour. But <laughs> our time's up. It'll so. be entertaining to go back and watch this one. A it will bit, be. So. We'll be yeah. making ourselves. Yeah. Please comment on this video yeah. if you've never commented yeah. on the video. Comment on this one because we just <laughs> like to know what you think about this. Yeah. it's so crazy. So yeah. it's such a fun time for us. Hope it was fun for you, too. We had a blast. Yes. Uh, uh, we'll have some laughs about this, I'm sure, oh, after yeah. the fact, too. So. Hey, we're talking about children having dreams. We may have to talk about pets having dreams. Oh, now you get into a whole other world there. So, oh, right yeah. at the very end, just uh, as yeah. I'm about to close out, <laughs> pets will be another topic in another time. So, until then.